Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You want Miami Heat information? Well, it, it's fortunate for us that one of the greatest radio broadcasters I've ever heard is a member of the Miami Heat Radio Network. And we have his number. So we bugged him, basically, is what we did. He's Tommy Ty, and he joins us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Tommy, a 14-season host on the Heat Radio Network. I loved his work on Westwood One with the NFL and college football. He was with CBS Radio. Tommy, good to have you with us. Wow, what a man crush intro. Holy well, moly. The dude hey, worked Tommy. with Boomer Esiason and John Madden. I know. I think That's very awesome. Well. Now you guys are taking me back. You know, first off, I'm crying. Tears are coming out of my eyes. It is so good to be back on with both of you. But, uh, you know, you want to rehash my history for the next uh, 15 minutes or however long I'm on? Go right ahead. I don't mind listening to people actually remember who the heck I was. (laughs) And still are, Tommy, because Cav fans might be listening. Tell my wife that, but thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, We're going to get him a raise or something out of this? I I hope so. It would be nice. Cav fans might be listening to Tommy's post-game and pre-game stuff because they're following Kevin Love. True. Who knows? So, Tommy, the big debate here is this. Sure. Can Kevin Love still play? Because the Cavs put him on the bench, and then they they agree to a buyout with him, and then one of the, to me, one of the best organizations in the NBA scoop him right up and think, boy, we're lucky to get Kevin Love. What What's the buzz in Miami about the signing of Kevin? Well, it's an interesting point that you bring up because when it first was broached, I think at the end of last week, Jeff, I thought, okay, what does he actually have left in his game? To be honest with you, I haven't watched that much of the Cavaliers to notice about Kevin Love. If I'm checking them out, I'm checking out the obvious things like Donovan Mitchell and what else you're doing to stay in close contact with us for the possibility of a fourth five situation in the first round of the playoffs. But as far as Love is concerned, after the trading deadline went by and the Heat did nothing, most of the Heat fans around here are thinking, okay, you really think you're going to do something with what you have right now? You better go out and get something. Well, of course, Pat Riley pulls something out of his bag of tricks and figures out we've got to get somebody to play the four spot that's not six foot four or six foot five. And you want somebody who can stretch the floor and you want somebody who can rebound? Well, that's Kevin Love in a nutshell. I hope they're not thinking 2013, 14, 15, but if he can give you anything, Along the lines of what Kevin Love's been able to bring over the last few years, I, I think it's a great pickup for Miami. I, I don't want to sound like a homer in that idea because you've seen more of Kevin more than I have. But just in thinking of what he could possibly bring that hasn't been there right now, I think it's a it's a plus move for them for sure. Uh, 
Were you surprised by the move? I mean, or were you just like, okay, this happened to fall into our lap, as you kind of said? And, you know, I think Jeff and I are on the same page as you. If he has anything left, I we both were saying, I, I just, even the last time we were in town, I'm like, man, I, I don't know. Miami's a team that really scares me if I'm the Cavaliers. Because, I mean, you can creep up on us in like 30 seconds and overtake us. That's I think that's my fear, and I think some of the... Or in a first-round series. Yeah, and, and it, that, I think that's the more thing, is that, man, this Kevin Love thing could come back to bite the Cavaliers if he can play. Well, that would be nice, Andy. I'd love to have that. But I, right at the moment, we're all w- waiting and wondering to see exactly what we're going to get. Because if you take a look at their statistics, even when they came in to play you, they went from one of the top three-point shooting teams in the game to down around the bottom. They're going to win games with defense. They've got to come up with somebody that's able to stretch the floor a little bit and knock down a few shots because they're knocking in, what, eight or nine three-pointers a game. And that's so far off what they did in the past. They're getting creamed by other teams. Sure, they're a fabulous defensive club. They have ability with Butler and Adebayo and Hero to put the ball in the basket. But they need something, whatever it is. And they had to get somebody that wouldn't take away from the things that Butler and Adebayo do well offensively. Somebody would be clogging the lane, getting in their way. So they wanted somebody who could do what Love's able to do. I get the feeling maybe in the very beginning they're going to have him coming off the bench. But after that, they're looking for him to play in the ballpark area 25, 30 minutes a game and try to give them something at the four spot and uh, try to put Caleb Martin in for matchups. I, I think the way I look at it is, Maybe Cleveland gets away with something if uh, you know he's still looking like the same player we've seen most of this year. But I think Miami really enjoys the idea of having this chance of putting him out there because he's filling a role that they didn't have in the last few weeks. Tommy, could he start there? I think so. Yeah, I think there's no question in my mind. Maybe not Friday night, Jeff, or Saturday, or on this road trip. But when they get back home, I think once he gets acclimated, we play a lot of games prior like you guys do after the uh, All-Star break ended. We have three double-doubles. I think it's now it's four double-doubles if you count a Saturday-Sunday one in the next four weeks. They're going to be playing a lot of games at home. I get that feeling once he gets comfortable in what they like to do, I, I would not be the least bit surprised to see Love in the starting lineup by maybe next week. The one thing I, I think is interesting, Tommy, is, is Kevin's going to be really motivated. So if, if he's physically good to go, and he, he fractured his thumb, it was like a hairline fracture in his shooting hand uh, in November, yet continued to shoot pretty well until some back spasms kind of flared up in January, and then his three-point percentage fell off the face of the earth. And then the Cavs just put him on the bench. He didn't play in the last 12 games, which I'm still flabbergasted about. I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, We'll see. He's going to be motivated. His contract's up. He'd like to keep playing. So, man, I I would think if he has whatever he has left, you guys are going to get the best of Kevin Love. Well, all you're expecting, Jeff, to be honest with you, is that you're hoping for 23 games he gives you something. I don't see this being, okay, even if he plays out of his mind, somewhere close to his capabilities as Kevin Love, that you're immediately going to put him in the, you know, in the conversation for joining this team next year for the future. I think this is a one-shot rental deal for 23 games, just like it is by picking up Cody Zeller. Same type of thing. They needed front court help. They had no backup center at least since they let Dwayne Dedman get away. So they're filling roles right now that they definitely had to because they had nobody playing behind Bam, and you had really no height at the power forward position. So is it a win-win? We'll wait and see on that. But we're like you. We've seen what's happened with him in Cleveland, sitting on the bench for a period of time, the injuries that he's had. We realize he's not 25 and coming in here, or else he'd be a superstar in the league like he was back then. 
We're just hoping he's somebody that could fit into the rotation, play a certain amount of minutes, and give some of the things that he's been known for. I get the feeling he can. We're not expecting double-digit rebounds. We're expecting some decent shooting. I, I think that's the only way you have to look at it realistically if you're the Miami Heat, that you've got something that you didn't have a few uh, short weeks ago. Tommy, do you think anybody can knock either Boston, Milwaukee, or even Philadelphia out to win the East? I mean, I look at those three teams, and then I look at, like, I, I have Miami and the Cavs in that same category as, mm-hmm. like, that second tier. I just I wonder if any of those teams are going to be able to break through and maybe knock one of the I don't, I don't know that any of those teams will be able to knock those three teams out of winning the East, but I do think that I mean, a couple of those teams could cause problems for them. Well, there's no question about it, Andy. The way I look at, at the way you know, the East is stacked, that's exactly the way I do. I figure Cleveland, Miami, and anybody else who's in that race for the five, six spots have their opportunities to be in that position to play those three teams in the first round. But you're right. We've played Boston four times and split the series. Uh, Milwaukee, if they somehow win, if Giannis doesn't play on Friday night, they have a chance of taking the season series from them. We haven't seen Philadelphia all year. We're going to get them two times this week coming up, and then we get them two times later on in the season. So that'll be our first look at what Philadelphia is able to offer. So I've seen them from afar, and, yeah, they're definitely formidable clubs. But I think Miami on a given day can match up with them. Whether they can in a seven-game series, I don't know. And I don't think there's many people in Miami thinking, well, gee, now that we got Kevin Love, we can match up with Boston, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. I think they're just hoping that they can get to that position where they're a much better team and even think about being competitive in those types of series. But as of right now, I'm with you as far as what the East looks like. I'd be shocked if anybody crashes that top three, gets that hot to move up past one of those clubs because I think they're the elite uh, trio in the group. Yeah, I still think the best defense the Heat can ever use is free drinks on South Beach if you show your <laughs> NBA PA card. You're in great wow. shape there. Wow. Free drinks, here we go, day. man. We're going nice. to Miami. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Tommy so Ty joining us. The playoffs are in April and May for you guys who are coming down here for a vacation. Oh, that's true. It gets kind of warm from what I'm going to believe up north. Yeah, thanks, Tommy. <laughs> uh, Tommy Ty joining us from the Miami Heat Radio Network. I, I will tell you, Tommy, other than the fact that you're a longtime Miami Heat radio host, I've never been crazy about the Miami Heat based on some kid from Akron who ended up leaving. You know that that <laughs> whole thing. Have we got, who, didn't we go through this that, when it first went that down? That said, yes. man, I have so much respect for the Heat organization because that team competes. It competes on the floor. They compete in the front office. And I, I would assume that it's Pat Riley, except for the fact that I think Eric Spolster might be the, the best coach in the league. How have the Heat remained relevant, competitive, and, and doing it with, you know, by picking up pieces here and there along the way over the years, especially since, you know, Dwayne Wade and LeBron and Chris Bosh were there, that they've maintained competitiveness, Tommy. And to me, that's incredibly impressive. Well, what really impressed me, uh, Jeff, to be honest with you, with that franchise is that after 14, all of a sudden, you know, uh, I was getting uh, interview requests uh, like you guys, yeah. like it was crickets. Nobody ever wanted to talk about that from 14 and 15. You know, it just it went that way. And I said, boy, you think to this franchise, do you think they're going to be able to build it back up? And it seems like time and time again, they do. They become competitive in 16, 18, 20. They went to the finals. Uh, the next thing you know is every year after that, they continue to be a playoff type of team. And the reason I think it is, is they want a certain player, whatever that player is that fits the mold that they have. Kevin Love, I think, is already talking about that, that he's always looked from heat culture from afar. And even though it sounds cliche-ish when you say the word culture, 
It's something that's been here with Miami for so long that Pat brought in the 90s that's continued through the years in the 2000s all the way up to right now. And Spolster, obviously a disciple. He brought in his own coaching staff to be that type of situation. That's what it always seems to be, that it's always that same way that the player they bring in, you think, and you scratch your head for a while. How does he end up playing well with these guys? How do they find these people, you know, the Duncan Robinsons of the world, to do something for a two-, three-year period of time? All the guys that are undrafted, they have eight players on their roster that are undrafted. How do you get them to be competitive and remain a playoff team? I don't know, but it's a belief that they put from within, starting with the guy on top, going all the way down to the bottom person, which is probably me, on the ladder. And, you know, everybody seems to believe it. As crazy or as corny as it might sound, that's why I think it seems to work for this organization time and time again for the last 25, almost 30 years. Half the roster undrafted. Tommy, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's pretty incredible. Well, it starts with Udonis Haslam. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Obviously, the gentleman does not play anymore. This is probably his final season, 40 years of age. But it starts with him, and it's been that way for so many years. And it continues that way, that you keep picking up people. And it's like when New England was winning championships year after year after year. And you'd say, hey, they just picked up Logan Mankins. You'd say, who the heck is Logan Mankins? But you know what? He ends up in the Pro Bowl for six years. That seems to be the way that Miami deals with what they try to do. They'll find these guys in summer league. They're out there and you think, Homer Yurtseman, who the heck is he? And he's pulling down double doubles all of last year in like three straight weeks. Time and time again, they keep bringing in these guys. Kendrick Nunn, who the heck is Kendrick Nunn? Same type of thing. They have them for two or three years. They let them go to other clubs, but they seem to somehow get the best out of them. And it, it seems to me that they'll continue to do that. And the rest of the league wonders, how does that happen? Time and time again, but it just does. Tommy, great to have you with us. Thanks, buddy. Thank you so much, Tommy. We appreciate it. Same here, Andy. Jeff, thanks for having me. We will be watching the Miami Heat closely. Thanks, bud. Take care. Tommy Ty joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. What a good dude. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 